0: and cue that intro. Hey everyone, Josh from Practical Theism here. Don't mind my daughter in the background, she's having a good old time playing back there. You know, if I had to say that there was one thing that separates Christianity from all other religions, it would have to be the person of Jesus. Christianity stakes a very bold claim that this man, he's not just some great prophet or some spiritual guru or a self-help professional who was really good at psychology and sociology. No, rather Christianity makes the extremely bold claim that Jesus is God himself. Jesus is the God-man, the one who has always been with the Father since the beginning of time. Now, there are so many things that we can dive into when it comes to the person of Christ. I mean, you have his lordship, his divine sonship, his moral sermons, and so many others. But why believe in a religion where they stake the claim that a man was actually God in the flesh, I mean, it seems like such an odd claim to make and undoubtedly has been met by very strong criticism over the past 2000 years. But you know, one of the things that really comes to mind for me when it comes to whether or not to believe in Jesus is what that reveals about God. For some, God is a distant figure. You know, he's some unrelatable thing in the cosmos. But for Christians, we speak about the personal nature of God, that you can have a relationship with him. Now, throughout the Old Testament, the name of God was signified by the tetragrammaton. It was YHWH. We kind of pronounce that Yahweh now, but they didn't pronounce it back then. You know, this was because God was not someone you addressed directly. His name, therefore, was not something that you could pronounce. So the Jews would refer to him actually by another name, you know, likely Adonai, which means Lord, or Hashem, which means the name, or Hakadosh Barakhu, which means the Holy One, blessed be He. You know, this is kind of like uh, Voldemort, you know, from Harry Potter, and how the wizards would not dare to mention his name, so they would say, "He who must not be named," you know, except for Harry, right? Because he's like, whatever's, you know, dude's name's Voldemort. Only this is on the other side, because God is so good and His glory is so great. So saying His name is actually kind of a sign of disrespect. Because also when you know someone's name, you kind of have a bit more power than you had before, right? If you know my name, you can look me up. You can Google search me. Or think of a work situation where you're trying to get something done and you can't, so you invoke the name of your boss. So-and-so told me to do this and boom, it gets done. You know, also when you, when you know someone's name and you have that kind of extra level of control, it, it kind of puts him in a box a bit. And because God is so infinite, we can't really put him in a box, right? So what is with Jesus? Jesus, if he truly is the son of God, if he truly is God, all of a sudden this sheds a light into a very essential nature of God's that completely shifts how we interact with him, namely his fatherhood. If God had a son, that makes him a father, right? And if he is a father, then that transforms how we speak to, speak about, and interact with God the Father. No longer is he some sort of distant tyrant, but God chose to reveal Himself through His Son, Jesus, for many reasons, but a crucial one was to share the knowledge of His fatherhood. And when you combine that with the understanding that He wants us to be gathered into His family and made sons and daughters of His divine nature, that completely transforms our understanding of our purpose and our interaction with the church and with the world, really. I mean, not to mention this eternal fatherhood of God's. It really sets the stage for one of the most essential Christian doctrines, the Trinity. When we understand God as Father, this puts into perspective everything we go through in life. If God is a Father, He truly wants what's best for His children, which is an essential ingredient to transforming our suffering from something negative something positive. It's what tells us that he is constantly involved in his creation and always calling us to a deeper relationship with him, placing our focus on him, looking up to him, because when we focus on God, everything else falls into place. Our hearts become rightly ordered and we become all we were intended to be. The fatherhood of God is so essential to the divine economy, and we can only come to that conclusion and that understanding of God's fatherhood through the belief that Christianity holds, which is that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, the question I'll lay here for you that have listened in closing is, do you believe that? Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? From all of us here at Practical Theism, we'll catch you next time.